Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in, new episode, Music is Love Language, I'm your host, Clint Coley, no AKAs, we just gonna get straight to business, uh, please make sure you guys are watching this on the Revolt TV app, alright, download the damn app, mm-hmm. watch the podcast, this podcast is fire, run up the goddamn numbers, you hear me, run up the numbers, now, my guests. I don't really respect everybody's music taste. It's no. very rare that you become you become friends with somebody because you're like, yo, I like what you like. You like what I like. Mm. You know the rest. Yes. I say that to say this. One of my good friends on this podcast, man, she listens to the podcast. Not only that, though, but I love and respect your taste in music. Tania's on the podcast. Y'all. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, man. Thank you for I really do. Me. I really do. Thank you. I really do. No, um, I, I you know... When I came to Philly, I said, yo, I don't just want to do podcasts with people, you know, with music artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this podcast started because, yo, dog, I can argue music all day. Yes. And, and when I say argue, right, it don't, you, you can be right, I can be right, it don't matter. I just want right. to hear your opinion. Or why do you feel the way you do? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think you and I have never really had an in-depth conversation about music, though. We haven't. This will be our first time. It will. Um, I'm excited. Might not want to be my friend afterwards. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I probably will. <laughs> I, will I will. Only because here's why. Because I know whatever you say that I don't agree with, you have a damn good reason. Oh yes. All right. That's all. Oh, is yes. that's all. That's all. That's all is. If you if you say what you're gonna say, have a damn good reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk. Let's enough chat. with the enough with the pleasantries. Okay. Today we are telling the story of '80s R&B. Now we tried to do that with Case. Right. <laughs> and uh he viral moments right. not that. even just viral it's no, just but like that was a big that what his statement was like it was ooh, crazy ooh. it was crazy i clutch my pearls charlie wilson better than luther <laughs> wait he said it's not, it's not that he said he sings better than he luther. was like he said what? way over luther like when you say way over somebody that means like it's yeah. not close it's not i'm like bro like that's that's cr-. but anyway but on the podcast, though, outside of that clip, he did okay. make some interesting points about how in the 80s, it wasn't really a lot of R&B. It was pop. It was. He so, said it was a lot of pop. Go ahead. So when I was thinking about when you told me the topic and I was thinking about 80s R&B, and I'm just like, well, you really can't tell a story without the solo Michael Jackson. But yeah. then I'm like, Whew. yeah, was that really R&B? No. Or was that pop? It was, it was pop. But we kind of put him in that R&B realm because of... He's black. He's black. Kind of. He was black for half the decade, he was, and he was white he the was other. Black. <laughs> <laughs> he was black, but he was black. It's, so, it's his roots. It's, you got to talk about it like this, right? Mark, people forget, like outside of Michael, J- like if we talk about his upbringing and stuff like that. Let's forget. Let's not forget. He's on Motown. Yeah, Motown is the. We're talking black about is. the pinnacle. Like if you if you look first of all, if you look up the definition of R and B, if there was a book of the definition of it's, Motown's on page Motown one. Right that's, that's literally page one. Yeah. So. I say that to say, you know, yeah, but it's like I, I, I try to exclude Michael Jackson and Prince in 80s conversations just because we know how it was just like it's kind of like when you talk about basketball in the 90s, we get Michael Jordan was like it was was basketball. That, that's it. Right. But then there was other great players in, in the yeah. mix of that. There was Hakeem and there's, you know, Charles Barkley and yeah. Carmelo. Like, so I say that to say, excluding Michael Jackson and Prince, we're going to talk about the best 
R&B albums to come out in the 80s. But yeah. we don't do it in, you know, number one, number two, number three. We do tier one, tier two, tier three. Okay. Tier one means we can't tell the story of 80s R&B without, without this album. Without okay. this album. Now, artist and album is two different things. Yes, it is. We know we can't tell the story of 80s R&B without Whitney Houston. You can't. I don't know if her albums might be tier one. It might yes. be, she might have a tier two, tier three in there. But nothing, in my opinion, depending on what this list looks like. Right. Okay. Seven albums in each tier. All right. And we're going to start with tier one because here's what I think. Start at the top. It's easy to, because like, you, you work your way down. Because okay. like when you start talking about like, we know certain albums should be tier one, no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. You know, hands down. But then there's some where you like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, Tania, we're going to go back and forth. I want you to give me two albums that you got in your mind that you think is tier one, and let's discuss. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to just start off the top. Go ahead. Start with the top. Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel. That is tier one. Give me a reason. I do not feel like you can tell the story mm -hmm. of 80s R&B without Bobby Brown. Mm -hmm. That album, Rock With You, Yes. Don't Be Cruel, mm -hmm. um... Roni, I believe, was on Roni. there. It's just, and that alone yeah. is enough to put you in tier. It, 80s was Bobby Brown. He changed the way he performed on stage. Mm -hmm. He got nasty. No one was doing that kind of performing he on was stage. Humping, he was humping. He was humping. You know what I'm saying? He was humping saying? air, he, actually. He was doing whatever. He, he had a bed on there. He was doing a lot He on was stage. doing a whole lot. He created this whole bad boy yes. R&B Soft, smooth. He, he preceded Jodis. What Jodeci was. Jodeci is a group of Bobby Browns. That one hundred percent. When you really think about it, like if you talk about their image, they are Bobby Brown with better clothes. Yeah, they were. Because <laughs> like, Bobby were, was getting his biker shorts. Yeah, bike, Bobby <laughs> had biker shorts. He had nigga had the suit with no shirt on. Jodeci, like nah, nigga, we gonna wear the, the baggy jeans with the Doc Martens with. With no with with the yeah. vest with no shirt on. Yeah. So so I think if you were going to talk about yeah, Bobby Brown was the epitome of eighties. But, but but he changed the whole thing because we agree. were used to listening to Luth. Right we were smooth tunes. And and if we and and, here come Bobby and Bobby's not a singer per se. He's not. He doesn't have. He can sing, a, but he's, he's not like he's not a vocalist. He's yeah. not. His best run is <laughs> like that's his that's his run. Like it's like yeah. that's ass. I'm sorry. So for me. I'm hitting you with Bobby. Don't be cruel. Okay, let's let, let's pause on that real okay. quick. Okay, there is no doubt about it that Don't Be Cruel is a tier one album. That is the first. That was one of the. That's one of those albums where. So let's look at. Let's really go back to that album in the history mm -hmm. of that. Right. Mm -hmm. People forget Bobby had a solo album before that. He did with girlfriend. Well, yeah, which yeah. was which was very underwhelming. It was. I want to know, and if you talk, if you look at, and if you look at that album, look at the album cover, look at like what he's singing about. I need a girlfriend, and yeah, blah 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 blah. But he was very like he had slick back hair. I think the album came out in 86, 87, right? Mm -hmm. But I say that to say, I want to know what was the transformation or what woke Bobby up. It probably say, wasn't what woke Bobby up. It's probably what team he added on. Oh no no! I mean yeah, let's let's and, and but that's the thing, right? So yeah. I, I, I think Teddy Riley only did one track. I feel like Babyface. But Babyface lock he <laughs> locked in with. Baby, but my thing is Babyface was such like okay. If I'm just going back to let's just say you know so the album comes out June 20th, 1988, right? Okay, it's my first birthday. I want to baby. So, my first birthday. Oh baby. Just my first birthday. Uh, June June 20th, 88, right? Mm -hmm. So. You figure if it come out June 20th, 88, that means it, it got recorded somewhere between 
you know, January and January of 87 and 88. Yeah. So what I'm thinking in my mind is, right, after Bobby Brown's coming off an underwhelming album like that mm-hmm. Bobby album, mm-hmm. what makes somebody like Babyface say, you know what, I'm going to lock in the studio. I'm going to give you Don't Be Cruel. I'm going to give you Roni. I'm going to give you Rock With You. I'm going to give you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what do you think made Bob? what do you think Babyface saw in Bobby Brown to make him, or had, had him transform? Well, in my personal opinion, I always felt like, and I'm not old enough to really know in the beginning of New Edition, but Bobby always had that star quality. Yes, we mm. always focused on Ralph. Yes. Yeah, we Ralph, did. Yeah, we did. We Ralph, did. But it was something about There was Bobby. something about him, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had this thing. Like, see, it just was yeah, like, he wasn't yeah, yeah, afraid yeah. to go there. Right, right, right. And y'all so liked that, yeah, he yeah. liked that. And yeah. it was kind of like a, I don't know, let me see, this brother got a little something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's real. And Babyface being the pin... Yes. Babyface is the pen. I don't care. You could put him. I don't care. He's number one for me. Songwriters of all time. I I'm don't not, know. I ain't gonna say of all time, but of my generation. I don't. First of all, that's not, first of all. Even saying he's the best songwriter of all time is not. It's a, not far fetched. That's not a wild take. It's not like far I know you niggas. There's niggas. There's always some niggas in the comments that's capping for R. Kelly. We don't disagree. And that's cool. You know. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Babyface. But baby, him, Smokey. Are, like that's the that's tier one songwriters. Tier one. I don't know how many like niggas that. got more hits. Like that motherfucker. Who got more than Babyface that we know in our generation? Like yeah, no. Know. I mean, you you not wrong. It's Babyface. He co- so I talk about albums being classic albums, and if you're the producer or the songwriter, main songwriter on an album, you coached a ring. Babyface definitely did his thing and coached, but he coached Bobby. He he coached Bobby Brown to a championship. Oh, one hundred percent. He coached Bobby Brown to a championship. So we we agree. We agree. Tier one. Don't be cruel. That's one. Don't be cruel. Give me a second one. Um, this is gonna be kind of. This is a little hard. Okay. Because I literally looked at this album and I looked at all the songs on there and I just mm-hmm. think about what she was. And this is kind of, this is also difficult because she can be in a category. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Story of pop. Okay. But she can also be R&B. Who? It's Janet. So and she's I'm, R&B. And, she's and, both, and but she's R&B. The album is Control. So... I don't disagree with Control being tier one, right? The thing is, though, if you name Control, right, mm-hmm. that means that she might have two albums in tier one. Rhythm Nation? Because you got to... So let's let's go back, right? So first of all, let's talk about what, what we deem as a classic album on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Now, you can, mm-hmm. I know you got your own definition of what a classic is. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to necessarily be mine. <laughs> but what I say as a classic album is it has to be three of the five things. Right. It has to have... It has to have moved the genre forward. Mm-hmm. It has to have had impact. Mm-hmm. It has to have had influence. It has to, the track listing needs to be 80% or better, right? And I know that's a subjective conversation, no. but 80% meaning, look, like an album, let's take an album just off the top of the head. Let's take an album like Confessions. I don't like the song Truth Hurts, right? Truth Hurts. I don't like it, but that doesn't mean that it's, that it's a, not a classic that, album. That doesn't mean, yeah, it's just I don't like the song. That doesn't necessarily mean that, but I can, I can, I know that the overwhelming consensus about the album is that's no skips, right? I I skip some 100. joints, one hundred, but that doesn't mean. I, but I acknowledge, but I can acknowledge right. a good song. Just like right. we don't, you don't have to like every single that's a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, there's, yeah. there's people who got like I don't like Poison anymore. 
anymore. I never really. BBD. No, Bell Bibbs, but I'm just not BBD. a. It's not that I don't think it's a. It's a great song, right? right. It'll always be a great song. I just don't right. like the song. Okay. And then the last. Some people don't. <laughs> don't it's a classic. It yeah, is, yeah, I won't. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but it's just like I'm tired Get of over it. it. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, does it stand the test of time? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say. Both control and rhythm nation. Rhythm nation mean having more impact and influence, though. Uh, it did, but did it have more songs? So when you look at that album. Rhythm nation again. It got to meet three to five, right? If it's a classic, that means it, it starts. It, it, we could have a conversation about it being in tier one. So with rhythm nation, first of all, I think control is. I think it's eight or nine songs, right? First of all, let's just say this. 80s R&B albums only were like seven, right, and eight, right, and right, right. Songs. But I'm just asking. You, but Control was only Contro about uh, eight songs. But she's eight for eight though. With Control, yeah, she's she's eight for eight. Yeah, she's eight for eight. Um, big impact. Control had big influence. Nine songs. Not she's nine for nine. Then. And honestly, every song on here. It, yeah, no, I don't disagree. It, but we might have to say Janet. But what I'm saying is. That means Janet's probably going. If we're going to vote, vote in, vote in control as a tier one, Rhythm Nation has to be in the same tier. It may not to you, may it was not impactful, but it was one hundred percent. Like you, you can't, you can't deny what it did. No. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like, and in the track listing, I think this. It's first of all, Control has. I mean, uh, Rhythm Nation spawned like seven, eight number one singles. Like that's a, like that's crazy. I gotta look at it. The track list. The track list is crazy. I don't know. It's Jimmy Jam and Terry, like that was the first oh, time. Are... Yeah, coaches. You couldn't. There would be no Jam without the Jimmy Jam and Terry. But I, I don't disagree with you on control, though. So I don't those are my two to start. That's my two to start. Don't be cruel, okay. Bobby okay. and Janet. Control. Okay. In the top one, top tier I'm, one. I'm good with that. So we got we again we got seven. And, and, yeah. So give me, I actually, so we already named one that I like, which I think is, is Rhythm Nation, right? Okay. Um, and then don't forget, in this, in this list, we got to agree. So let's, okay. let's go to tier two. I mean, that's not tier two. Let's go to another album that I like. Okay. So we were just talking about Babyface. Mm -hmm. I believe Babyface's Tender Lover album came out in 1989. It did. I don't know if it's for sure tier one. I know it is a classic. It's a classic. It's not tier one in my opinion, but yeah. But but it's like this was the first time. Like now, like we getting to see what he got, and oh, yeah. this nigga didn't disappoint, mm -hmm. right? And it was like the songs on the album. Like I want to know who he was singing to. It was that kind of album, right? right? Like some of them joints. I'm sitting here saying to myself, like, who is he? Who the fuck are you telling when they get home from work? <laughs> that you're buying clothes, you're cooking, like you are, you're like who? Who is this woman? Till this day, I want to. She had like right she. There. She has to. <laughs> like, she's gotta have the greatest pussy of all time. She got some. There's no. I mean, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't do that for my. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do that for a woman. That was a different kind of love. But it's just the way he said it, though. It, it, different kind of love. Right I'll there. pay your rent soon as I get home from work. Mm -hmm. Nigga, like, you know what? As soon as I'm done writing, don't be cruel. I'm going to pay your fucking bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said how I should be. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just like, it was, so that, uh, it's not about impact influence with, with that joint. It's more the musicianship. Like, Babyface really locked in and said, yes, nah, nigga, I'm going, I'm going to, so, I'm cool with putting that to the side and saying, let's see who else we come up yeah. with. And then, He's in there. I don't know but, if it's tier one, one. Tier, but he in there. But I'm cool with that. I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, he's in there. I'm cool sure. with that. All right, who else you got? 
So I named I two. You two. I you just gave, gave you two. Oh, you over them nation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't beat me up. No. No. <laughs> because this is this is a and this is a personal fave of mine. That's okay. Anyone who knows me. Okay. <laughs> no, I love this man. This is Keith Sweat. And I don't know if we can tell the story of 80s R&B without Make It Last Forever, that album of Keith. Now, whether it's tier one, in your opinion, or okay, that's fine. We can fight that. If you are, if Babyface is to the side, that album got to be to the side, too. No, it's no problem. I, I actually I, don't I, disagree with that, though. Make It Last Forever, Keith. Make Keith It Last Forever was a crazy album. That album was crazy. Like, I, yeah. I like, I, you know what, Keith? I'm going to give you flowers, man. I, hey, the album Make It Last Forever. I wish that album did last forever. This is what I'm saying. I'll give him that. That album was fire. Yeah, people like to clown me for my love for Keith. But let me All right, yeah, I'm not a Keith you. Sweat. This is not a Keith Sweat stand podcast. And that's okay. But this is a Keith Sweat. But we're going to talk about the 80s. We're going to talk about Keith. First of all, I don't like the fact that Keith Sweat real name ain't Keith Sweat. All right. <laughs> apparently, he got his, his last name is something else. And apparently... <laughs> You know, apparently he make women sweat so 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 he can call himself Key Sweat. That's why my DJ name is Clint Sweat. Well, well so yeah, impactful. no, no. What, a, it was impactful. I, I feel like I'm impactful. I feel like I make ladies I make what you took sweat because I make sweat was impactful. If Keep sweat make women sweat, god damn it, I make women sweat. Do your thing. Bottom Do line. Thing. Bottom line. If you can if he can make women sweat, I make women sweat too. Sweat. Okay. Wipe yourself off, sis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm following you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... Yeah, no, but keep, no, you're right, With though. the 80s, there is no conversation. I don't disagree with Keith Sweat. I don't disagree with that. And All right. We're talking let's put, albums. Let's put them to the forever. side. Let's put them to the side. Okay. I got an album that I think we'll both agree on. Okay, let's talk about it. Give me the Heartbreak album by New Edition. For sure. That's in my that list is, as well. That is, that, uh, is, that is, to me, is a tier one. Um, that was their transition album from Bubble their song, Boys yeah. to Men. That was, you know what? That was their song title. So That, that was, yeah. was a, first of all, it's good to see them again lock in with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. It was good to see, like, like, from the last, from their last hit, I think before that was Mr. Telephone Man or something like that. Okay. To hear the go from Mr. Telephone Man to two years later, you are now like singing about standing in the rain, right? <laughs> no, but that's now it. we're men. We're a grown ass man. Like yeah. yo, that's for let's 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 be real, mm -hmm. right? Bobby leaves the group, but you get Johnny Gill. No, now we understand who's the bigger artist. But if we're talking just on a track, voice for voice, this is a huge upgrade. Sonically. Sonically, it's a huge upgrade. Johnny Gill for Bobby Brown is a great trade. Both Vocal-wise, yes. Vocal-wise. Right. Both teams won the trade, in my opinion. Right. Bobby going solo or or, or Bobby going with, with Babyface. Babyface is like, look, I got Johnny Gill. Can't do nothing with this nigga. Y'all got Bobby Brown. I think I can do something with this nigga. You give, we'll give you him. You because let's be real on a lot of those new edition records mm -hmm. after Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill has a very important part in songs. He Can does. you stand the rain? Does not sound the same without Johnny Gill. It doesn't. But now let me ask you this: Yeah, did you feel like? Because me looking back, I always felt like Johnny Gill's voice was way too mature for that. Guy. It was, but it, but it that also it made it like 
did it mesh at the time? But I, I don't know. But it, it his voice is undeniable. It is. But let's 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 take a song like "Can You Stay in the Rain." Like that is a grown up topic. It is. That's a grown up topic. Like when you really break down the lyrics of that song yeah. and what it actually means, right? It's a like I mean, and I, I mean we all know, right? Right. But let's let's really talk about it. Can you stay in the rain? Is really a like damn like you ever really be going through something with somebody and it's like yo i really want this to work so it's like yo we know we not having a good time right, right. this moment but can you get through this with yeah, me can you whether i'm it? broke blah 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 like that is a that who needs an alarm in the morning when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles and a breakfast cut off ba-da-ba-ba-ba that's a grown ass topic. Right. So I think Bobby Brown fit. votes legit. Bobby Brown, Bobby, not Bobby Brown. Johnny I Gill's mean, voice legitimizes it. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, because I, I, I think okay. if Ralph, if Ralph sings the lead, it don't. I don't know if it, it, it gave you sweet. Yeah, it's it like gave you, they gave you. But like, if you listen to the lyrics, right? Like Johnny Gill has the the stronger lyrics in the song, and then they when they get to, it's like a bridge. No, yeah. I, I I I think that's the gene, right? And I think that's maybe that's why they started to transition because uh, yeah. Ralph was very young, very mm. high school. Very, yeah, yeah. And then we got to the mature men, and now we got right. Some that's a grown. That's a grown ass man yeah. on the track. That's a grown yeah. ass man on the track. So I, I I'm gonna yeah. So we both agree. New edition heartbreak. Oh, and, and 100%. Also, I'm going to make this take real quick. I know we're we talking about 80s, but let me mm-hmm. make this take real quick, and then we're going to get into some more albums. I want to talk about Dear Jagged Edge. <laughs> Your album, J.E. Heartbreak. I know people think it's a classic. I'm here to tell you, you did New Edition wrong. You had maybe one or two hits on the album, and you called your shit J.E. Heartbreak. I want to do. I think we should take a vote, and you should change the name to the album to just Jagged Edge. To sec- just change it to Je. I think you should leave the heartbreak. I know what you was trying to do, but you didn't so do. So that's what you felt like they were trying to live up to. The, Absolutely. In, any heartbreak. Okay. Absolutely. Because we're not gonna act like Je Heartbreak wasn't a good album. It was a good album. It was a good. Album. It was a good album. It wasn't. It was. But Heartbreak New Edition is different. Well, yeah, it is. It's different. It There's is. nothing grown about Je Heartbreak. <laughs> I like the album a whole lot. I like it too. But there's nothing. I like it. Almost. I like it, but there's nothing growing about that album. That's it. Um, we naming some really good albums, man. We are. Um, let's keep talking. Um, all of these ones really have tier one potential, but again, we just trying to figure out who who fits where. Um, so we know for sure. We we agreed on control. Correct. We agreed on Bobby Brown. Correct. Don't be cruel. Correct. We agreed unanimously on don't be cruel. I mean, not don't be uh, new edition. New, any heartbreak. Any uh, heartbreak. And then, do we agree on Rhythm Nation? I feel like you don't. I I want to see what else is out there. All right, that's fine. So we don't agree on there yet. We don't agree on. And let's not. I I, I think you just, just want to see what else is there. That, that when I think about that album in its entirety, I'm not thinking of. Songs that was like, mm, maybe I got, like I said, maybe I have to look at the track list. You definitely got, yeah. Uh, we, but I'm going to let that slide. Just for a second. Let's just yeah, I'm going to let that slide. Like, okay, but that's cool. And so we, we didn't agree on, we didn't agree we on Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. Last or, or Babyface. Correct. So, yes. and then what was, there was something else we named too. No, that, that was it. Okay. So, so that's a total of six that we named. Right. Um, I got Stevie Wonder's Hotter Than July. 
I knew you were going to say that. I think that, first of all, the nigga named his album Hotter Than July. Right. And the shit really was like, I mean. How nigga, many songs on there do you have that you were like? Nigga, Rocket Love is crazy. Oh, that's amazing. Nigga, Rocket Love. Yeah, like, that's. Top five. That's, <laughs> that's my, yeah, that shit crazy, dog. Like, I think Happy Birthday is on that Happy joke. Birthday's on there. That's a, <laughs> nigga, Happy Birthday is a classic, dog. We sung that version in church recently. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> like, you, you, first of all, it's to the point now where black people, when there was a point where when we sang Happy Birthday, we had to ask, like, what version are we singing? Right. Like, and, we're and, singing a Stevie version. We're singing a yeah. So, um, how did July, how, where you at with that? No, I would, first of all, I am a Stevie fan. Stan. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to albums, mm -hmm. that wasn't one of the ones that was my, like, top Stevie album. But that is... No, so it's not a album. top Stevie album by far. I mean, we know... You got to remember, that's in the 80s, right? Right. Stevie's peak is the 70s. Seven, 70s. So we, in the 70s is, is you know, you got songs in the kid life, Inner Visions. Okay, like, okay. You got those. Right. Okay, so 80s Yeah, like was... he got massive albums in the 70s. Okay. By the 80s, like you got to remember, Stevie Wonder by the 80s, right? People got to remember this. By the 80s, Stevie Wonder had now been in the game for about 20 years at this point now, right? Like we're yeah. talking, people forget he got in the game when he was 12. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? Like fingertips is like, he was 12. Like this yeah. is 1964, 63. So I say that to say, and in the 70s is when he's in his 20s and he's right. like socially conscious. Mm -hmm. By the 80s, it's like he's one of the, the older guys. He's, right. he's it, but but this is a, this was a quality, this was like, I'm going out, not going out, but this to me, that this was his last peak album. Hotter than just, like, and I, I like the cover, the yeah. beads. No, it's a good album. No, it's a great album. The no, beads. It's a great album. Okay. So, yeah, I could, I could, yeah. But I don't think I if we see... if we don't automatically put those other albums in, we name right, we got to right, 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 right. We got to hold off right. on Stevie. All right, you got you got anybody else you think is worthy of tier one, and then we'll we'll decide. Yes. Talk, <laughs> we got Anita Baker Rapture. I don't think. First of all, that album. Rapture, that, that's a great album. Every song on that album is a, a song that you're gonna know. I I don't I don't I don't disagree. Like it's I I'm I'm good with that. I, I don't even have to. If you named it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going. We don't have to. We don't have to deliberate. We can, we can agree on that. Like Anita Rapture is. I agree. I, I I you ever see on the on a on a what is it on a on a questionnaire for a job? Do you strongly agree? Str slightly? I disagree. <laughs> Not disagree. I, yeah, I strongly agree. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay, Anita so Baker Rapture is um, that's four. That's, that's four. four. Who else? Do you have anybody else? I got. I might got. See, I have other albums, but they are pretty we, much. But we can name like, them and then just, just say we're pushing them down. So again, I don't think we're going to tell the story of the '80s without saying "guy." Yo, that is a quality fucking album. Look yo, at the songs on yo, there. Yo, Guy's first album was crazy, yo. And I don't think I don't, we're going to talk about the 80s if we ain't talking about Guy. I don't think it was, I don't think it's tier one. Okay, that's fine. But, but, yeah, I don't think it's yeah, tier. Yeah, that's fine. But I think that album, that's a strong tier two. Strong. Like, that's an album where it's like, yo, that was a beautiful debut album. That is Amazing. that was it a that was a God's first album is a that does not get the credit I think it deserves. I don't Say know if God's first album is a bona fide ring, 
but you can convince no, but you can, me. You can convince me this is a class. I'm, yeah. I'm, I might be on the fence and say it is. A, I don't know for a fact. If you, you listen to this entirety again, but see, even it's it not even just the entire. It. I just got to go back to the criteria, right? Mm-hmm. Impact, influence, move the genre forward, track listed, and test of time. It 100%. meets two for sure. The track listed is amazing. Goodbye, love. Peace of my love. Love, love. Let's chill. Like, no, no, let's chill. Not on that. Nah. Oh, but that's on another one. Yeah, it's on the next album. Okay. But don't, you know, uh, Teddy's Jam is on that first yeah. one. Jam. Like, nigga, that's not... I like is on that album. Like, yeah. Groove Me is on that album. Like, nigga, that's a... That's a, that's a, that's a solid, solid body of work. Body of work. I just don't know how much... How much impact did Guy have when they came out? That's what I need to know. I need... I don't... I, weren't, I wasn't I, there for it. We, this is what I'm about to say. Because... Now, granted, I'm not that far from you, but yeah. I'm, I was born in the 80s. Yes. But I can remember going to where I'm from. We had this park, and you go to this park yeah. on the weekends, and yeah. all you hear is guy, guy playing, people riding up and down the street. Yeah. Street guys is playing guy. Street guys is playing guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Street guys is yeah. playing guy. <laughs> Your cool nerds is playing guy. Street like, guys is playing guy. This was guy. But was, you got to remember, guys, wasn't guy street guys? They were. Ain't Aaron Hall like Aaron Hall they, about it, I heard. Dog. But they like, singing dudes. They R&B dudes. Yeah, like, yeah, typical yeah. street guys listening to Rakim, Eric, yeah. you know. But they was but, playing God. And not when the bitches was in the car as they No, put, they you by know. herself. <laughs> ride down the street. They ride. Like, you know what? You could ride. And, like, I want, <laughs> if you were a street guy in the 80s, could you ride down the street with your homeboys listening to Peace of My Love? <laughs> and you be going like, just as... Girl, it's true. And they like, yo, turn this up. Turn this up. <laughs> <laughs> turn this up. Like, this was... So I feel like... Yo, if I was a street guy for sure in the 80s, that, that's I'm my... I'm putting on guy. I'm putting... Yeah, hey, you can't be mad at that. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. Street guys were listening to guy. Yeah. That's funny. That's a quote. <laughs> yeah. That's real. No, you wrong. And just being a young girl and like seeing that, yeah. like, oh, okay, the they like guy, that. Street guys like that. So <laughs> now I like <laughs> That's you funny. <laughs> so yeah, that's guy funny. is in there for sure. Whether they're tier one or two or three, uh, I'm, I'm, there. I, I, that's, they're in the conversation of eighties aren't. Okay, I got three more albums, and then I think that's we can make we we can probably make a conjecture. Okay. When did Whitney's "I'm Your Baby Tonight" come out? That was the 80... Well, first of all... I think that was 80... So, I was going to... So, Whitney is definitely... But I was going to say Whitney... Whitney album. The first album. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First album. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I like I'm your... You know what? Nah, I'm, I love I'm, I'm your baby. You know what? I got That's a personal bias. Okay. I, I'm your baby tonight. To me, is my favorite Whitney album. I that, love that album. That's the one that gave the most. Uh, nigga, my name is not Susan. Better watch with. Nigga, that's. My voice, my, I'm a little horse, so I can't. <laughs> but my name is not Susan. <laughs> you better show some respect. Huh? Who the first of all? Who's cheating who's on Whitney? Susan. Who the who fuck is? Who is Susan? That was somebody. <laughs> Susan. That's first of all. That was a very specific That's name. That's what I'm saying. Who's Susan? Like, that was a very Susan specific. Was somebody at that record exec. Office. Right. Like <laughs> who is Susan? Because then who wrote Babyface wrote that right? Well, Babyface is all over all yeah. most of her yeah early projects. But um. But, but yeah. Whitney, okay. Whitney but the Whitney's album. album. Okay. 
I got. Do you need the songs off of that album? No, I don't. Okay. I know saving all my love for you is on that album. And, yeah, a lot. Is on yeah. That album. yeah. So I think Whitney Whitney album is. I can't give it tier one because I don't feel like it's a classic. I feel like tier one should be classics only. Okay. Um. Okay. Fair enough. I think it should be classics only. Um. Give me. I like Luther Vandross's. Never too much. No. The okay. the night I fell in love. Okay. If you go to that track listed, my God. I know what, I that's the that album, album with Wait for Love. Yeah. That album got creeping. That album yeah. like he got like that's the you know what? The night I fell in love by Luther Vandross. I could picture the album cover. So, okay. It is remind that is the epitome of what the quiet storm is supposed mm, to be. Mm, when you mm. back in the day when we were growing up and you mm. went on W you know, you from, I'm from Philly. Yeah, we WDAS. listened to, We listened to WDAS and the Quiet yeah. Storm. I vividly remember thinking, okay, like what Luther Vandross are they playing? And I can always remember like just hearing Wait for Love, right? Oh, and yes. remembering like the tone of that is Quiet Storm. It is. It's smooth. Right? It's Creeping. Calming. The it's... tone of that is like if you really listen to Wait for Love, like the tone of that, even though it's, you know, sometimes like, but it's a quiet storm. Mm -hmm. That's a quiet storm ass record. Mm -hmm. Like that's the quiet storm. I miss the quiet storm, and it, and and unfortunately, it's never going to come back. Mm -mm. Well, um, Keith Sweat has the um hotel sweat. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, now. Anyway, okay. I know. Bye, I, you. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. You know. That's funny. Um, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the quiet storm, Luther. That helped me. Yeah, I thought you was going to say never too much. No, but I think never too much is just because the single never too much is such a. But the album was it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, but it's a bunch of mid on that album. Yeah. Um, but the night I fell in love was like a very that's a personal ass. Let me let me look up the track list. Yeah, because sometimes we need to too. be reminded because sometimes I'm like, eh, eh. Yeah. But yeah, Luther. So what about we're not gonna put Teddy Pendergrass? We don't think his album take T P No, was I think TP? Nah, no, nah, I think his best work was in the seventies. In the seventies, okay. Yeah, I think his best work was in the seventies. So 70s. you're not even putting him in tier three? No, I don't even Pretty think we might not get to tier three. Oh, okay, that's it. And the reason why I say that is because it's just like these are these these albums are great, and then it's but like they're... it's like what else is out there, right? So right. you you that, that means we got to dig in the crates for like a, a Morris Day in the Time record or or Shade or album. The Isley Brothers Between the Sheets came out in the eighties. That was a crazy album too. But it's like that was it's, like eighty three. I think there's a huge drop off though when we talking about like the ones that's going to be ended up in tier two, like a guy, like a, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, let me go to Luther Vandross real quick. I'm trying to find that album, but I cannot. Sure. Luther. Um, the night I fell in love, I got it up. I got it. You got it. Mm -hmm. This track listing is crazy. If only for one well, night. If only for one night. If if, if, if only if, if for we could just one put that night. Song, to be quite honest, that song is amazing. If only. It, it's over now. You treated me so bad. Over now. Yeah, it's dude. So wait a minute. What's the, all right? Let's let's top the bottom. Let's talk about what's number one. Till my baby comes home. Till my baby, baby comes, comes home. home. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's my jam. But go ahead. Okay. The number two is the night I fell in love. The number two is the night I fell in love. The night I fell in love. Okay. Okay. All right. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If only for one night. I mean, look, man. Listen. I mean, like, yo, that's the only for one night. That's the best way to ask for some pussy. Is it? That's the best way to yo, like, like any. You know what he says in the song? I won't tell a soul. Won't tell a soul. If only. No, no one has to know, nigga. What? 
If like okay, and like, are you sure? If a man says that you look like, look in the eighties, right, right now, you ain't gonna believe that nigga. No, because he's not. A but in like nineteen eighty three, a man like, look, I ain't telling nobody. There's a lot That's of niggas. A lot of these side families got started. Facts, <laughs> facts. Now we know Luther Fandross was singing about a guy, and that's okay. And that's okay, right? But but well, we, we we did not back then. Okay, I mean, our parents well, might have been speculating like, my, 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 yeah. Oh, we ain't know. Yeah. All right, I'm good with that. Okay. So we gonna, so we put what else is on there? Number four is creeping. Creeping. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. And five is over now. Over now. Six is... I love Wait for Love. That shit is... Like, cre- I love Wait for it's Love. The, it's the... It's the... He makes you feel like in that joint, your partner is coming. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a long time. <laughs> Sometimes... But wait. You know what I mean? You're, You're going... going again. You're going Look at that. Sometimes love takes a long Sometimes time. Sometimes love, yeah. But yes. wait for love. Yes. You're going to get your chance of love. All right. <laughs> All right. So I don't think that's tier one, though. But uh, So oh, you don't think that album is tier one? Af- out of what we named, no. We said we'll okay. see what else is out there. Right, I saw right. what else is out there. Right. Um, okay, so we got, we got for sure our four. We got four for sure. Four for sure. And who's we got that? Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel. Don't Be Cruel. We got Anita Baker, Rapture. Rapture. We got Janet Jackson Control, and, and we, we got Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. No, no, we got a, we got a heartbreak. Oh, and any heartbreak. All right, so that's the four. That's the four for sure. I'm cool with Control going in there. Okay. I'm cool with Keith Sweat going in there. Make it last forever. And I'm cool with Babyface because I just got Babyface over guy. Okay, as no, the for album, sure. I for just sure. have that album over guys. For sure, album. that is my. That's tier. Can we? For that, sure. That's and what fine. are the other albums that we named? Just to make sure we, you know, um, we named the we Whitney named, John. We named Whitney Whitney. Nah. We named uh, Rhythm Nation. We Rhythm named, Nation's in there. We agreed on. We named Guy. Guy is going to be end up tier two. Okay. We named Luther. We named oh Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder hotter than July. Are we saying that Keith Sweat's joint is better than Hotter in July? See, this is the thing. So which one? Let's let's no, no, let's add. No, no, that's no. That's hard. To that's that's compare, wild to right? say, it right? It's wild. It's very wild. That's a wild ass. Like very. But when when you think about a start to finish album, like I can play this start to finish. And I you, don't you have disagree. to be in a certain kind of. I don't of disagree with yes, you about to say start to finish. If I gotta go try, yeah, I'm gonna go for make it last forever, and that may sound crazy. But if I'm gonna put this album on a ride down to the harbor, yo, no, no, I'm, I'm going. Let to me ask you this: Are that. we good with Babyface's "Tender Lover" over, over "Hotter Than July"? I'm good with. I'm it. I'm good with that. Again, this doesn't take anything away from Stevie. It does, no, no, we're not. We just, album, we're just talking about strictly that album. album. I'm going to put that over that. Yes. I'm not My mad gosh. at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm good My with gosh. it. I made it. I made a decision. I'm mm. good with that. I'm good with it. Yeah. I'm good with it. Hurts, but... I'm yeah. good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Make it last forever. <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm good with that. I just... So like, now, you know, tier two would be Stevie Wonder's uh, Hotter Than July, Guy's Guy album. Yes. Uh, Whitney Houston's Whitney album. Okay. Luther Vandross's The Night I Fell In Love album. Yes. That's a crazy tier two right there. It is. It's very strong. That's a strong-ass tier two. And then... In that though, when we come to R and B, like I could put in there like a, I could put a Sade album in there. I don't know which one. 
Oh, I could put between the sheets in that motherfucker. I about to say, what about Isley's in between the sheets? You even got, I mean, we there's an Earth, Wind & Fire that came out in the 80s. But yeah, but they they heyday really was the 70s. It yeah. was the 70s. But yeah, um, I can say in between the sheets. I'm just looking at some more albums. Uh, Patrice Russian's joint was dope, but I can't say it was, that was. It was, but it's not, it's not. The Tom's I, first I, album was crazy, but I. I don't have it. It's crazy, yeah. Diamond Life is the, is the Sade album we're thinking of. Okay. All uh, right, so Diamond Life should be tier two. Um, Tina Turner, no. I Tina mean, Marie, no. My my man came out in '82 with an album called Ooh. Midnight Love. It was Marvin Gaye, but but that ain't his best album. By yeah, means. we're not naming Purple Rain, y'all. We understand. I know, we, but that's kind of crazy, though. We just don't look at it like I just I said at the beginning though. We like we're gonna exclude Michael Jackson and Prince. We get it. They both have massive like Purple Rain. Thriller Rain's was like Purple but, Rain is tip. Then if, if, if but Thriller was ver you could have got some you could have got some R and B songs off of Thriller and it wouldn't pop. Yeah, but it's like we, but it's just like to me, naming thriller is like unfair. It is what it is. It's like we know, it's but it's like 80s. we don't have to, like, maybe it's just so me. You're saying it's going unsaid, like we know. On, on this like... on this podcast, and I think people really. Do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. People have noticed this about me on this mm -hmm. podcast. I don't really talk about Michael Jackson and Prince that much. Because they are who they are. They're because so it's fine. like there's no opinion. Like there's no take on Michael Jackson and Prince that you could have that is like, like, like if you if somebody get on a podcast and say Michael Jackson's the greatest entertainer of all time, we like, okay, uh, I, like <laughs> the fuck yeah. you want me to say, like. All right, like he was, yeah, like yeah. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Or yeah. if you get on here and say Prince that's is the not greatest, like an argument. If it's you say a... Prince is the greatest musician of all time, who's going to disagree with that? We not, we may not agree per se, but nobody's right. going to say that's a wild ass take. No, at all. So I say, I, I just, so you just want to, yeah. It's, it's like those guys. It's just like it's no point for me. I, I, I've like talking about them is redundant. I get you. I get you. I can go. You know, with that. it's like I can go with that. we know what Purple Rain is. Right. We know what Thriller is. Like we don't like dude, we don't have to like it's just like it, it it's it, it takes up time. Look how much time we took up talking about why we don't talk about Michael No, I get you. But you see what I'm saying? So we're not going to even give Luther's cousin Freddie Jackson um no play. I thought about that, man. <laughs> I mean, that's not really his cousin, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no. I no. Like... I, but I see I always said he was Diet Luther Vandross. I mean, Rock Me Tonight. I... It was a great album. That's a good. Oh, you know what? You know what else was in 80? In Effect Mode by Al B. Sure. So, but I, I was going to mention that. But that was I a cute that, that was a like... cute. That album wasn't a classic. It was not by no means. No, but it but, was But. Yeah. Can you really tell the story of the 80s R&B without Al B. Sure? No. Yes, you. No, no. Albie, that genre of the jean jacket, and I light think, skin man. I think, I think Al B. Sure had a good. I don't think. So here's the thing. You know why I say we can tell the story of '80s R&B without Al B. Sure? Because tier one albums are the albums that we can't tell the story without R&B. Sure. And in my opinion, there is an effect mode is nowhere near a classic. Nowhere. There's, and here's also the reason why too. '80s R&B is packed. Don't forget, we didn't even mention DeBarge. No, we did not. And their Switch. first, 
Yeah, like we didn't mention the we didn't mention Alexander O'Neill's album. I love Alexander we didn't, O'Neill. You know what I mean? We didn't mention <laughs> like there's some people we didn't mention, right? No, for sure. And my thing is, but but somebody like a I'll be sure. I'll be sure. It's like he came at the very end of the decade, and it's like you were a part. It wasn't you. You were a part of a movement. Okay. It's Teddy Riley and For Andre sure. Harrell that really shaped. You know what I'm saying? It was like you For rode sure. the wave. It was like you, you're right. It was like Keith Sweat, right? Then comes Guy. Then comes Heavy D and the Boys. And Which, not, I don't think I know this is off topic. Heavy D does not get brought up in enough conversation. Heavy D is that guy. Like when I think about heavy, that heavy D had, or I, he does not get brought up enough. In heavy my D is him, yo. Like why? Heavy D was him. But it's like he's riding that wave. Yeah, he was. He he's right before the Jodeci and Mary J. Blige right. era, right? At uptown. Kinda, so you're right. He was I a hybrid. He was a hybrid. Yeah, and I like and I like I'll be sure. But it's like I can't say he's not even the best one on his label. What was that uptown? Who was he on? Uptown. Uptown. He's fit. Like if we're doing an uptown record could, show, yeah, he going first. He going first. <laughs> he going first. <laughs> a strong first. He going first. And he better come out with a jean jacket on. Yeah, he going first. With the if, collar up. He's going first, and he wrote forever, my lady. Yes, he did. I was about to say. So that. he wrote forever, my lady. I was about to say that. So, all right. You know what I'm good with? I'm good with just having a tier one, and that's it. And two. Because we got to put Guy in Well, here, because we? I feel... All right, you know what? I'm we good gotta with... we got to put Whitney. Then how about we do this? And hotter than July. How about we do this? We'll just take what we have in tier two, which is four albums. Mm-hmm. We'll make them tier one. Every It's it's those albums, and to me, it's everybody else. Okay. That's what I like. Those are the elite albums of the 80s. Yes. Those are the elite R&B albums of the 80s. So let's run this down. Yes. Our elite... 80s R&B album list goes like this. These are, you are, this is the, this is the elite. New edition Heartbreak. Any Heartbreak, yes. Bobby Brown's Don't Be Cruel. Yes. Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814. Okay. Janet Jackson Control. Yes. Babyface Tender Lover. Yes. Stevie Wonder's Hotter Than July. Rapture by Anita Baker. Yes. Uh, Guy. Guy, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston's Whitney, Whitney. album, mm-hmm. and Luther Vandross' The Night I Fell in Love. And did we miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? I don't think we did. I hope I didn't. I don't think we did. Let me just let me let me make, let me let me <laughs> let, yeah let, let me, me get make, my notes. Let me make sure. Yeah, let me make sure. <laughs> Tier one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep sweat. Make it last forever. You keep sweat. That's, like you that's what we skipped over. My bad. Keep Swiss president of the fan club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I think that was good. And at some point, um, you know, this is off topic again, but the, the discussion of soundtracks, movie soundtracks mm-hmm. at some point, soundtracks in the 90s was like... It was at a different level. Soundtracks became I mean, a thing. We will never get there again. So I think, <laughs> I don't know, so there were soundtracks in the 70s, of course. Superfly yeah. kicked it off and, you know, Uptown Saturday Nights. And, uh, Purple Rain is the epitome. But then Purple Rain comes up and it's like, but 
the nineties was just on a different level because the movies were a little different. The they movies were, were a little stronger. Like Boomerang's a strong movie on its own without the soundtrack. So waiting, waiting to exhale is a strong movie without the soundtrack. Baby face. You know what I mean? Right. Baby That's face. Both of them. And 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 then also <laughs> don't forget like. Love Nutty Jones. Professor soundtrack. Yeah, That's Love amazing. Jones is a strong movie. With, so yeah, so yeah, but I'm just saying, one day just trickle that in there. Well, oh, we no, we had a, we talked about that soundtracks. Is. Oh, I missed that podcast. Yeah, we talked about soundtracks. Let me go back and look. We talked about them. Yeah. All right. Tania, thank you for coming on. I thank really you for having me. Like this, I'm honored. No doubt, no, nah, no. Nah, I'm honored you came thing. on. It's like you know, uh, we haven't dropped the playlist in a long time with the podcast. Mm-hmm. This episode's gonna come with a playlist. Yes, it has to. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send it over to you, and I'm gonna I'm, yes. if it you gotta you gotta approve it. I will. All right, and you tell me what we need to add. But I think out of those elite albums, we pick a few songs. Boom, that's the playlist. Yes, that's the playlist. That's the playlist. All right, Janine, and it could be, it could go well with less luxury. You know. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I think you have the best sleepwear for women. Thank Period. you. Thank you. And Period. it's getting revamped. That's why it's a little quiet mm-hmm. at the moment because mm-hmm. I am getting it revamped. But mm-hmm. there are still some great sleepwear on the website, lessluxuriate.com. So, mm-hmm. so it's just a it's a place for, you know, women to luxuriate in their pajamas and be cute in them. You can wear these pajamas outside if you wanted to. It's, it's that good. Can I be honest? Sleepwear. Like, God, you know, guys, we visual, right? Mm-hmm. Sexy pajamas to us is like, you know, like, you know, like the, the, the you know, lace panties. and to that, That's us, though. Yeah. That's to us, right? right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. to us. Um, no, uh, I think that, so guys, we like, we like the, the shorts. Yeah. Or, so we like skin shown, right? Right. The, the, and this is how, you know, I'm, I'm like, when I pay attention to a product, I pay attention, right? The stuff that I see you, 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 you the girls wearing, you know, pink, look like silk or satin, mm-hmm, satin you know you know uh pajamas but like it shows cleavage a little bit if you got the if you got a the little b- lace bra but under it and you can go yeah you look little yeah and- it looks it look it's like a it's a sensual like you know what you know what you are absolutely right this playlist we gonna call this playlist we're gonna call this playlist let's let's luxuriate in the, the 80s. 80s boom Let's luxuriate in, in the, the 80s. 80s. I'm going to be honest. You put this playlist on with your pajamas, with your man. It's With your on. glass of red wine. Yes. White, whatever you yes. want. Y'all can be on yak. <laughs> no, nah, I'll be on. No, no. I'm, I'm a wine enthusiast. Wine. Because yeah. here's the thing. Yak, to me, I don't want to fuck when, I, when I'm when i on yak. Yeah, because it's... No, it's just it it's just you a, little, it's just like it's just like remember early was like yo not slow the best performance slow, yeah slow down young fella <laughs> not the best performance yeah yeah exactly like Henny like like yeah like but wine dick wine dick <laughs> it's sexy is wine dick is I want my ass grabbed during sex it's sexy wine wine yo you know what I gotta write this this is a joke now I'm, <laughs> no for real I'm st- wine yeah. dick fellas yeah. start giving her. Riesling dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Riesling. Little, little, little Riesling, Pinot Noir. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cabernet dick, bro. It's sexy. Come on, man. Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc Because we don't want no tequila. Yeah, dog. Like, yeah. I promise you, like, that's the best. Oh. That's the best. So, yeah, man. Because you know what? Um, no, I really think you, you, the, the stuff is good. And, and again, I, if I was, I don't, I'm not making this up. I'm actually, yeah, I, I seen you. it. Thank um, you. And yeah, and fellas, if you listen to this podcast, it's I think fella it's, approved. I'm, I did the legwork. Yeah, <laughs> he likes it's it. a it's it's it, it's 
it's something I would want to see on my. And list. it's as simple, but I, it could just be so sexy. It's sexy. Like, it's, you, you know, know what those pajamas really remind me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply of the red light special video right right like i feel like it's see but it's yeah. also like you could be in a house just chilling, chilling yeah. and you could be in a house all day but you could still feel good yes yeah. feel good you look like you took a shower in those pajamas exactly that pajama yeah, you, like can't, you can't you can't stink in those pajamas right like <laughs> 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 Tanea, man sniff your neck <laughs> thank you for coming on make sure we, we follow and look Lux, let's luxuriate on um, instagram and i'm gonna put the website in the, in the details of this yeah. subscription yes. um um, I'm not dating the episode. I don't know when it's coming out, but we are on Revolt now. So, uh, you know, we we hopefully that all the eyes that's on kudos this, man. man. No, 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 not kudos to me. No, kudos to you. We can, Stop it. Thank you. What we can do is <laughs> we can, you know, hopefully everybody, I want them to support you. We support good thank black you. businesses up in here. Thank so, you. I appreciate um, you. And then and what I'll do is too, like send me something you want me to read for the beginning of this episode. Okay. And then what we'll do is we'll just make a commercial real quick. Boom. Appreciate you. All right. Thank y'all for listening. This list. was great. This was fun. Thank this was fun. Thank you, 80s R&B. Thank ah. you for listening. Thank you for laughing. Yes. This podcast is over.
say that if he say that I'm a classic, I'm gonna go with his. Okay. With his opinion. Yes, because he was around. He was around. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I was only, what, six? I don't know. I wasn't even there <laughs> six. I wasn't even, you know, yeah, I, but. I, I didn't know what was going on in 88, but I think that, um, yeah, damn, I got to revisit Guy Jones for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I know for me, Guy was, I mean, man. Yeah. And that album, was, that album was crazy. Yes, it was. That track was yeah. crazy. But this was great. Um, no I will see you, yeah. I will see I'm, you next. I will see you on the second. Okay. Because that is the Roots Picket Picnic. So the second weekend. is the Dave Chappelle show. So, I'll but you're doing a set on the second at Silk City. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm down DJing so Silk City. So I'll yep. see you there because we're going to go there. You ain't never heard me DJ, have you? No. Oh, nigga. Ooh. I can't wait. Ooh. I'm going to sweat my hair out. Shit. <laughs> like, and, and like, I, I tell people this. Like, I like, know. I think I might get braids. If I, if I'm going to brace you with Beyonce. You might, honestly, you might be, you look, man, y'all might have to be out all weekend because like, you got to come to the wristband party. The wristband party is the day before the Thursday. That's the day before. June that's, 1st. And that's just free at the blind barber come through. Like, you talk about a vibe and it's like, I'm the only one, my, my boy James is DJ at like 10, but like, when I get on, for me, shit, I'm going to be honest with you, yo, because I'm trying to have so much fun while I'm here. <laughs> yo, I might throw an impromptu cookout this weekend. Like, on some just like, yo, I'm about to be at the Plateau. Pull up. <laughs> I'm going to the Plateau this Sunday. I'm thinking somebody's about, birthday I'm thinking cookout. about just, yo, every, niggas just pull up. Come have a good, like, man, yeah. I don't know. I, I Maybe, like, so I've lived in California for the last 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I love L.A., right? Because it's nice all the time. Even yeah. though, you know, you can be cold like 60, 70, 50 yeah, degrees. Yeah. But, but for the most part, you, it's, it's nice days. Right. The, so the city is always vibrant. Mm-hmm. But like with Philly, when it's 80 degrees outside on a Sunday, nigga, it's just it's, different. Yeah, it is. It's a different kind of vibe. It's it just is. different, yeah. yo. Yeah. And imagine it's like a Sunday, you ain't got no plans during the day, and then somebody like, yo, I'm DJing the party. You do be like, oh, shit. <laughs> shit, now you got plenty. Like, look, right. You know what I'm saying? We got food for you. But that, ooh, that Roots Picnic weekend now. Only because my girlfriends are in town, so I know I have to, like, the host. Yeah, host them, yeah. But yeah, do Thursday stuff. is that day. So Thursday is Wristbands party. Are you going to the I was just telling him he he's doing um, yeah, the, the World Serious Space. Okay. He has, like, so he has, like, a tent where they play. People come and do the thing. So I was like, if I came, I would come to. They ain't paying me a lot of money, so they making it up in tickets. So I got okay. like, I got like twenty. So he has tickets. Yeah, so I, I was like, I would, you know, yeah. just go. So to last year I gave you a wristband. Yes, you did. It was. <laughs> I gave you wristband. We was. Yeah, I had a wristband. The wristband was different. Yeah, the artist yeah, wristband. Nigga, we was. Yeah, we was all over the place. That's yeah. the that's the joint where like I think one of the joints we saw a mistake. Like we stayed yeah, right there. Yeah. He, and I ain't know who he was. You ain't know who Masego was? Oh, yeah, he... Who? Masego. He's a... uh a, 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 a saxophone player. Yeah, but he's... Okay. R&B, but he... Yeah, he... He him, though. So, but, yeah, it was good. So, yeah, I mean, I'll think, you know, consider it. I'll, you know, talk to you before that. Yeah, if you want to talk to you, just let me know. Um, I would just take Mar with me. <laughs> Because uh, you mean you start including all your other sets of friends, that's so many tickets. You got all that so many tickets. Like, it's just way too many. You just keep it small and, and intimate. And that'd be the other one, too, when you tell your, when, you know, your friend, like, you want to invite me? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. 
or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.